This is Country 104. Uh, okay, here we go. Good morning. Country mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104. You came across something that, yeah, at first I did. I did happen to call out because I didn't think something like this was humanly possible. <laughs> yeah. Let's just so, put it that way. So last week we got a phone call from the one and only Marty the Farmer, who we love here at Country 104. And as Kyle was listening to the phone call back, he noticed that I do something a little bit strange when I laugh. Oh, no, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> you inhale twice. I know. How, how is that humanly possible? I just, I want you to hear this again. Okay. I want you to hear this. How does she do? She does this again. Okay. <laughs> that's not an edit. That is your actual, <laughs> that's actually how you do it. It's the wildest thing I've ever heard. So you called me out on it last week, and then it brought me back to my days in elementary school and high school, and my friends would actually make fun of me and be like, oh, yeah, Leanne thinks that's funny. <gasps> and, and they would just inhale. I don't, I, I've always just inhaled after I laughed. So, Kyle, I actually went through our entire show on Friday, and I have created a compilation for you of every single gasp from Friday. You did it just Friday? This is just, just Friday. Friday show? <laughs> All right. Just, well, think about how many times I've gasped just now. There's a lot to there's a lot to work with, Kyle. I guess. All right, here we go. Okay, I want to see how many I can get, how many okay. I can guess are in this, okay? Okay. All right. The clip's about 16 seconds long. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, anything he can. You have to twist him in. Oh, man. We got um, I know there could be that. Might have to rethink. And if, like, everything. I, I, it's when you. I never thought I had an annoying laugh, but hearing that back, holy smokes, I am so sorry you have to deal with me every morning. I think I caught 31. Okay, I think they were, I, when I was doing it, I think I had found 28, but you counted 31, so who knows? Maybe there is 31. Okay. It's somewhere in that range, though, like the 28 but to 31, 32 range. Hearing it back, though, I almost felt out of breath. <laughs> I was, like, trying to breathe in with, with the clip. You oh, were, my gosh. You were breathing in every time. You were doing the double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Country 104. A survey came out the other day. And it found that 80% of married people did something. And I think that this doesn't just apply to married people, but, but anybody in a relationship, anybody with a significant other. Okay. This survey found 80% of married people lie to their partners about spending the survey found that most people lied about clothing and accessories with food. Checking in is the second most lied about category. Have, have really? you maybe told a, a little bit of a flub, maybe a little white lie about your spending before? I don't think I, I don't think I lied about it. I just didn't say anything about it. <laughs> you just completely omitted it altogether. Nah, I just didn't even bring it up. Didn't even like, I just changed the subject. Like, oh, like, you know, what'd you have for dinner? And I was just like, you know, the TV's a little crooked right now, you know? Like, didn't even, yeah. didn't even brush upon it. But I think I've only done that really once. And that was like very early on in, in the relationship. But other than that, I've, I've been very, 
my girlfriend knows like we're very open about what we eat and and everything we also don't really spend money on food but mm-hmm. she's also like she she knows how much i inhale like i eat like i'm a professional athlete like i have two breakfasts in the morning i normally have a snack then i have a lunch then i have more snacks then i have a humongous dinner like i i eat a lot of like a lot of food like saying i eat a lot of food is an understatement like a lot of food I am very envious of your metabolism <laughs> right now and how quickly that must move. Uh, one thing I will say for for me is, uh, you know, if an Amazon package shows up. Oh, no, like, God, yeah. Well, what's this? What'd you buy? Well, what was it? How much was it? I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. It was on sale. I had a coupon. Yeah. I found a free shipping code. It wasn't, it wasn't expensive. It's fine. Yeah. I, live in, I live in that very same household that, like, Amazon will come three days in a row, and I'm like, what could you have possibly? continue buying we have everything you can't have anything else country 104 we can say leanne that 2020 has been it's been interesting I'll tell you that much been interesting i was wondering what word you were going to use yep. i think interesting sounds unexpected let's go with memorable that's a good one in all the worst ways possible yeah but uh and and funny enough you know there's been you know tons of stuff on social media being shared you know the best way to kind of deal with something sometimes is to have a humorous side to it and you found a photo liam that would i think in the best way possible basically sum up how 2020 has been so far yeah, so there's a mom. She's uh, from Australia. And her name or from Australia. Her name is Cody, and she's busy homeschooling four kids all day. And I, I gotta give kudos to all the parents out there right now, uh, especially working parents trying to juggle work and keeping your kids busy and teaching them. And uh, sh- I can't even imagine. <laughs> so, this, so this mom, Cody, she's got four kids running around at home. She's managed to stay on top of the laundry in terms of putting the clothes in the washing machine. But once she takes them out of the dryer, they get thrown into a pile and she doesn't fold them. So she has taken a photo of this month's worth of clean laundry. It is a throne. It is like the size of a bed. She has so much laundry that needs to be folded. She has nicknamed it Mount Foldmore. My favorite part about this is, A, like tossing clothes onto a bed. And you're like, okay, maybe it's like a double or something. It's a king. It, it's an absolute, it's a king bed. I'm looking at it. It is a, it's square. So it's a California king. Second of all, she has enough clothes on the bed to basically make a second bed. She could literally, if she, if she needed a guest bedroom for something, she has enough clothes to make a bed for someone if she's staying at the house. <laughs> now, here's my other thing with this. Normally, I mean, this is just me, and I don't know if it's you. Normally, when when I have, like, the pile of clothes that gets, you know, piled up in, in the corner, it's normally clothes that still have to go in the laundry. Like, it's got to go in the washing machine still. I've never taken clothes out of the dryer and then just tossed them on the on the on the couch or on the bed or wherever. Yeah, you you don't place clean laundry on the floor. You don't just throw it in a giant pile. I mean, but you have seen those memes that have gone around being like, it takes me, you know, 35 minutes to do a load of laundry, 40 minutes to wash it, two weeks 
to put it away. Yeah. <laughs> Country 104. We have another segment of, uh, of, of something that we've kind of grown accustomed to and enjoyed scrolling through online. And it's a website called Am I the A-Hole? And people post scenarios or situations that they are in or that they know friends in. And they ask for, you know, what side you, are they are in the right? Are they in the wrong? Basically, you're determining on whether they're, they're an A-Hole or not. <laughs> yeah, it's my new favorite thing. It's pretty great. Uh, so somebody shared a photo of a wedding invitation they got in the mail, and this has received a lot of, a lot of heat online. So the, I'm going to read part of the wedding invite to Uh-oh. you. It says, okay. Dear friends and family, please understand that our venue is limited in the number of guests we will be able to accommodate for our wedding day. As much as we would love to have each and every one of you join us on our big day, we are forced to split our guests into groups to ensure we do not surpass our capacity restrictions. So they have group A, please RSVP as soon as soon as possible. We appreciate your promptness as we will be able to extend any vacant seats to additional guests. Oh, no. Then they have groups B and C. Please keep a close watch <laughs> on our wedding website for notice that we have space available. Uh, and then saying, you know, if make sure that you've got a babysitter on hand. Don't bring a plus one. Um, and the person posting it said, am I an a-hole for being offended by this? Or is the person that invited me the a-hole? I, I get where they're coming from, where they're like, they're the, the, so when they posted this, this is where, this is how I see it. I don't see them trying to offend anyone. I think they're trying to say, we want to include everybody. Maybe we don't have the budget for it, or there's just too many people. We want to make it seem like we're not just ignoring you, but consider you. But in the way they did it, it basically, they just put out a tier system, tier one, tier two, tier three, as to the importance that they have in your life. And I I would be offended if I was, if I'm in group C, don't even invite me. <laughs> like, I don't want to be like, if I'm not like in the group, group C, A category. As well, yeah. And that's, I'm not even, I wouldn't even be offended if like, if someone just like didn't invite me. I'm like, I have, like, I have a good friend who's getting married, who was going to get married this, this fall, who like, I play a golf tournament with him every weekend. He organizes it. Like we're in a group chat together, but I'm not invited to the wedding. I would much rather not be invited to the wedding than be like, hey, like, you're not like the A-list, but you're like the secondary third, third tier. Maybe if, Maybe we can if sneak like an opening, in. like I like him and I are, are going to be just fine moving forward. I don't, it's it's not the end of the world that I'm not invited to the wedding. I would much rather not be invited at all than be the tertiary grouping. <laughs> OK, so Kyle. that's how I feel. Okay, I, I need your definitive ruling here. You need you, you can't play both sides. Oh. Who is the a-hole here? The in, wedding inviter or the invitee? The the person who sent out the invites. The couple that are getting married. They're they're the a-holes oh. unfortunately. <laughs> they're the a-holes. I know they didn't mean to be the a-holes, but they're the a-holes in this situation. <laughs> Do you agree with Kyle? And, and let it be known that these groupings are, you can see that you're in the sea. Oh, like you, you can with- see everyone's. That's the worst part. Country 104. Serious question. If the same person holds two consecutive doors for you, is it common courtesy to say thank you both times? And I got to say, yeah, the answer is yes. You always say, you always say thank you. 
Yeah, it's it's not a trick question, right? You you say thank you both times. So the first time you say thank you is is you know the genuine like oh thank you very much, and then you walk through, and then you get to another door like ten seconds later, and it's the same person holding the door for you, and you kind of make a joke about it afterwards, <laughs> thanks again, and then you walk on through, and just because it's it's normally I think it's just funny how like it that happens twice in a row, and you're like oh look we meet again, and then you we- <laughs> make your way I- on through, you make the super awkward joke, and then you keep walking you through, but you you definitely thank them twice. Yeah, I remember uh, I remember because I haven't been to the office in so long. Um, but when you walk into our building, the the side of the building that I walk into, there's two sets of doors. So whenever I would be coming into work, somebody would see me typically because it's a you know busy spot and they would hold the door open for me and you kind I'd be just a few feet away so you kind of have to do the little quick the little shuffle hop. the quick shuffle over yeah, 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 yeah. Quick, quick skip <laughs> quick skip you're like oh thank you thank you thank you so much and then the next one when they open the door it's it's a for me i don't make the joke i go oh i, I do the, i do the thank you i do the thank you for the first door and a oh thanks a quieter thanks for the second door or you do like this like not the smirk but you do the whole like like the thanks thing where you put like your lips together and you just kind of do like the head nod, like, <laughs> like the thanks again kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say, you say you thank you them say twice, it in your but head, you, but you don't actually say thank you twice. No. So, I mean, we need to know, is this, is, do you, would you do this as well? Is this when you get, you know, when you hold the door for someone, do you expect a thank you in return? And when someone holds the door for you, if it were to happen twice, do you say thank you twice? Or do you just say it once and then you kind of go about it? Like they, they get the picture already. We're both in the agreement. You say it twice. You're in Canada. You say thank you twice. Country 104. Brand new bike. And that was the very first thing that I had ever bought on Facebook really? Marketplace. I'm about three years late to the whole Facebook Marketplace <laughs> trend. But now... I'm kind of addicted to the thing. I, I keep checking, you know, what's up for sale today? What's a new ad? What's I, I don't even need anything right now. I'm just checking this to see what's there. And I've come across actually a, a couple Facebook marketplace fails because I have been on the page so often. So this is something that actually happened in the other London. This happened in the UK. Okay. And somebody posted, it's a, it was a picture of a, just a picture's face or a person's face. And it said, warning, this guy was supposed to buy our washer dryer machine for 150 pounds. He wanted to see it working first and asked if he could do a load of laundry. After he finished, he said, let me go get the money. Got in his car and drove away with his clean clothes. <laughs> like, How genius is that? It's genius, but also it's a little, it's a little scumbaggy. It's a little... I don't know. I'm trying to put a nice word around. I'm just trying to think of if I were in the position of the people who were selling the washer dryer, you have someone perspective coming to buy it. You're like, great. You know, it's going to take some clutter out of the house. Someone's going to buy it. We're giving them a great deal. They just want to see it work first. No problem. Then they do a load of, of laundry in the, in the washer. Then they dry it and they're like, all right, it's good. Yeah. I'll bring the money back in. Just let me put the stuff away. And then he doesn't come back. <laughs> like, I, I mean, don't know. It's, 
it's kind of so outrageous that I give the guy props for doing it. That's like somebody having a coffee maker on Facebook Marketplace. And I'm, you know, on my way to work in the morning, a lineup for the Tim Hortons is too long. So I said, I'll just, I'll just stop by in the morning, but uh, I want to make sure it works first. Can you make me a cup of coffee and then just hop in the car and drive away and just peace out afterwards. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other situation it would be then that you would be able to do something like that. Cause you can't do it with a car. Can't do it with a car. Uh, what something hey, you could get use out of. I wonder, you know, if somebody doesn't have TV right now, but they want to watch the Leafs game and there's, a- <laughs> Hey, you know what? I'll be over there at eight o'clock tomorrow on a, what, what time does the, the Leafs game start like on seven or Sunday? Eight. I think like seven be, o'clock or something. I'll be over there at seven. Just make sure it works. I'll catch the first little bit of the Leafs game and then uh, I'll make sure I got my money. And then I'll head and then I'll just go back and grab my money around like nine 30 or so. And I promise I'll come back. Country 104. If you, you know, maybe want to mix up your work from home schedule and maybe your work from home scenery, we've got a, a bit of a solution for you. Yeah. And it happens all the way down in Barbados where apparently Canadians can now go and work remotely there for the next year. The Caribbean country is introducing a 12-month visa for foreigners, including Canadians. So they're actually taking applications to be uh, filled out online. So with the Barbados working stamp, you're going to be given the opportunity to work remotely just like you would be at home, except you'd be on a beach in 30-degree weather all the time. Right. I mean, so this is like specifically for Canadians. They're saying, come on down. We'd love to have you. You still get to keep your job, your, you know, your, your Canadian job. I know that's a thing when you go to different countries, there's some confusion about that, uh, but you get to keep your Canadian job. You just, instead of working from the desk makeshift desk that you've set up in your house, you got to work from a beach. I would be so into this Kyle. Can you imagine if you were in the country on a four studio and I was in Barbados no. with my toes in the sand no. right now. No, no, <laughs> I wouldn't even. I mean, I would. I would make you do so much of the work because I'm like, because you have excuse. You're like, listen, you're on a beach. It's all relaxed down there. You have time. You can. You could do a couple extra things, right? Right. And I mean, think about it too. Is that if this visa is for 12 months, that means you'd make it all throughout the winter. So, and let, let's not forget, it's Barbados. So in the winter, I it's about 20 degrees. Well, I was going to say, their winters, their winters are like our, the start of our summers. Let's be real here. <laughs> it's, it's a nice summer day in Canada. <laughs> and the, the other amazing thing about it is the fact that you don't have to stay in the country for the entire year. You can then go visit. Uh, you can go to and from the country anytime during the year if the visa is valid. So, I mean, if you're not quote unquote stuck there, but... I mean, let's be honest. If you have 12 months in Barbados, you're not leaving to come back here. Country 104. It's time for another neighborhood confidential. (laughs) Where you have a chance to call in and get your neighborhood drama. Maybe you've got a neighbor that's just driving you nuts right now or need a little bit of advice. Maybe, Maybe you just need to get it off your chest. You have a chance to do so and we'll make sure... It's anonymous. Yes. So uh, we are gonna we're gonna take the phones right now. So we've got a caller on the line. We talked to him a little bit earlier. Uh, good morning to you, and uh, and go for it here. How you doing? First of all. Oh, not too bad. I got a nosy neighbor story for you. Ooh, right. let's hear it. Alrighty. So since all this COVID started up, they've been uh, building lots of new subdivisions back in behind my house. I live in Brant County. 
And uh, I tell you, it used to be cornfields, it used to be peaceful, and now everybody's home. And I tell you, I've got this, this truck that I've been working on for a long time. I had it since I was 16 years old. And it seems the second everybody was home, a nice parking ticket ended up on there. <gasps> oh, no. Interesting. So you know what I did? Saw straight off, and I drive it as loud as I can every single day. <laughs> a little tip for tag. Give and take. You know, if they're going to do it to you, you got to do it back to them. Exactly. What happened to good old Brian County? I swear it was the land of the free and the home of the brave where everybody belongs. So prior to COVID, you had your car parked outside. Everything was fine. No, no problems. It was just once everybody started working from home. I tell you, I have the same truck, like two of them. And I had the one with the motor stripped out of it on the side of the road and nobody said anything about it. <sighs> and of course, think- COVID kicks in and, and now all of a sudden, apparently complaints are coming in. Yep. County man shows up with a mask on his face. Tells me somebody complained about it. Absolutely oh, so you, so you know for a fact it was a complaint. It wasn't just, you know, police rolled down the street and thought, hey, I should ticket this guy. It was a complaint. Oh, no. The county guy showed up as well, there was about six of us trying to push the thing in the driveway. And uh, <laughs> he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I just, I got to let you know somebody complained. And my dad just looked at me and goes, well, that's great. Are you going to get out and help us push? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is perfect. Well, thank you so much for calling in this morning. We uh, won't disclose, well, actually, we don't even know your name, so we can't even disclose your name. So we'll make sure that this phone call is anonymous, and uh, we'll make sure we get it on air for you. All right, thank you so much. Country 104. There's going to be a lot of people heading on up to cottages and beaches and and going away for the long weekend, which means it's going to be that long weekend traffic. Yes, I have been uh, stuck in there so many times this summer so far. And every single time, Kyle, you know, you've got the three lanes of traffic. You might be sitting on the 401 or the 400 North or wherever you are, and you've got three lanes of traffic and everything comes to a stop. And you, you have to make that decision. Are you going to stay in your lane, commit to that lane and just ride the traffic out? Or do you, do you do that little game where you've got your eyes on the other lanes and you're trying to, you know, you, you know, when you kind of pick a car and you're like, okay, I see this orange truck with the canoe on top and I'm going to see how far up it goes. I'm going to see if this lane moves or doesn't. And then you decide if you're going to move over, if you're going to weave around. Kyle, when you're stuck in traffic, do you stick to your lane or are you a weaver? I think it depends. <laughs> are you a weaver? <laughs> um it all depends on on how long you've been in traffic for because then your your mindset changes right if you're first in it and you're in a good mood and you're not really in a rush and you know you're going to get there late to begin with so it doesn't even matter i think you just kind of wait it out but as time starts to go by as you hit that first hour mark and you've only traveled like 10k and you're like hmm you look over and you see an opening and you see them move up like five or six car lengths you start taking mm-hmm. it. You start taking advantage afterwards. So it all depends. There's got to be like a formula for your patience is dependent on how long you've been in traffic for and your mindset changes based on this. Because I think because there are times where I'm the most patient driver in the entire universe. And then there are times mm-hmm. where I am taking every single opportunity to move two car lengths ahead. 
Yeah, and it might not even get you any further at the end of it, but at least you feel you like feel you're like doing you're something. Doing something. You feel like exactly. you're moving. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. is. There, <laughs> you, you know, do we have, you know, is Steve the trucker listening this morning? Do we have, you know, a truck driver, somebody who spends a lot of time on the road listening this morning? Is there Man. a method to making it through cottage country or, or rush hour traffic is ah, man there there's got to be a way i gotta, there's gotta be a feel way. for truck drivers too because you can't just swap lanes because you have this giant 18 wheeler that you're you're trying to drive and <laughs> wiggle in and out of traffic i can't even imagine this country 104 before we go we got one phone call about our wins of the week that was a cut i mean this is too good not to share kyle no it, it really it it, it is it's no one's going to top this win of the week. So Tim gave us a call early on to describe what, what he's been going through and just how happy he is. Uh, I'm doing really good. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a huge win. Okay. Uh, so my, uh, wife and I have been trying to conceive for six years and she's now 16 weeks pregnant. Come on. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is amazing. Congratulations to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So. How how also like relieving was that news hearing something like that? Uh it, it was it was very like it, it was amazing, but at the same time we got to the point where we were like we just gave up. You know, we were like mm-hmm. you know, let's just enjoy life and uh be a great aunt and a great uncle and and, and whatever happens happens and funny enough Exactly. When I guess not when you least expect it, or maybe when you're not when you're not thinking about it as much, when it's not that that hard pressed on your mind, amazing things can happen. Definitely. <laughs> so, are you hoping for a boy? You're hoping for a girl? What What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Ten toes, ten ten fingers, two eyes. <laughs> I'm happy with happy and healthy, right? Exactly. (laughs) I love it. Tim, congratulations to you. I don't think anyone's topping that win of the week. That is for sure. (laughs) Thanks guys. Country mornings with Kyle and Leanne on country. One Oh four.